When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. With me is trainer Jamie Moore. Just seen a, a huge fight take place, Jamie. Billy Joe Saunders striving for, for the greatest achievement possible and beating pound for pound number one Canelo Alvarez. Uh, came up short. Let's just quickly address the ending. As a trainer yourself, Mark Tibbs, I'm guessing you're going to say yes, 100% made the right call. Yeah, of course. You know, fight, fight is safety. He's always paramount. He should be um, from a from a coach's point of view. So, um, so you could see instantly um, the damage as soon as the shot landed. And, you know, I think the more we're learning about that type of injury... Um, you can sort of, it, the look of it is very different than, you know, just your general swelling of a, um, when, you, when, you, when you just get swelling around the eye, it sort of sinks in and changes shape a little bit um, differently than a, than a normal sort of black eye. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, was an, it was an educated, informed decision. And, um, and certainly, you know, if you, now, now we know the, the, the actual damage, what was done. You can't even imagine what would have happened if it had been sent out there for the, for the ninth round. And Canelo, who's one of the biggest punches pound for pound in boxing as well, so accurate, his timing so well, his timing so good. And that shot in particular, that right uppercut, he'd been looking for it all night. He, he, he was landing it downstairs early on. And then as the fight um, sort so of started to develop he started to switch it back upstairs he was missing with it a lot when he switched it upstairs but I was I'd got up with uh, my kids to watch it and and I was saying to them as the fight goes on once Billy starts to slow a little because he's worked his body really well he'll probably start to land that shot and and that's what what happened and uh, it was definitely the right call by Mark and um, you know Billy Billy would have probably gone on and, and carried on fighting to his uh, to to the detriment of his health, so that's what your trainer's there for. Mm. Yeah, even if your fight is saying in that position where you can see there's been a lot of damage, as you said, not just swelling, but it looks like there's a fracture where you can where you can make an educated guess that there's a break. Even if your fighter is saying, "Let me out in round nine, let me go, let me go," in that position, Jamie, would you just cut it completely? Would you not let him go? Well, I think the fighter's reaction. You, you, you know you should know your fighter and, and, and how they react. And every fighter would want to go on. But I've, got, I've never had that injury, so I don't know. But I've got a feeling that the fighter will know something's not right and something is different than what, what is usually going on. So the reaction what you get from your fighter should tell you that there's something's not quite there. So I, I don't think a fighter in that position would be doing that. I've got to be honest with you. I think you might get 
I sort of maybe the reaction of even if you say, come on, you know, you're okay, they'll go, yeah, yeah, it'll be a deflated, yeah, rather than, you know, they couldn't. Now, if a fighter is not badly hurt and they've just got a bit of a swelling to their eye and you start going, you know, your eye doesn't look great, I'm, you know, I'm going to pull you out, you get a, a real sort of bad reaction to that. You'd be like, no, don't you dare, you know, and, and they'd really dig their heels in. So you can tell from the fighter's reaction how bad... Um, how badly injured they are, I feel, um, especially if you know your fighter. Mm. Obviously, we've seen a lot of people giving Billy stick, you know, people in the sport as well, respected people as well. I'm not going to name drop. Um, what do you think about kind of the criticism that Billy's getting after, similar to what Daniel Dubois had uh, after the Joe Joyce fight, labelling him a quitter, etc. I know it's different situations yeah. where Dubois took a knee and this time the, the corner pulled Billy out, but it's been the same kind of criticism. He's got a lot of the same criticism, but I don't feel it's because of that reason. I feel it's because of the comment Billy made about Dubois. So a lot of people are pulling that up and going, you know, you can't say one thing and do the other and thing. I think now Billy's experienced it and seen what happened, his, his opinion would be different. And that's like any single aspect of life. You, you can't really or you shouldn't really comment until you've walked in that person's shoes. Um, that goes for everything in life. So, uh, so you know, a lot of people try digging Billy out because um, he's one of those type of fighters. He's, he's, he's a character. You either love him or hate him. And he's the people who probably dislike Billy Joe are, are trying to dig him out. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's he performs so well. Let's not take away from the fact that he was a, a tremendous performance. He was a close fight. I had Canelo probably a couple of rounds up um, at the point of when the fight ended. But, you know, I can see the argument for the other way. He gave a great account of himself and, uh, you know, he goes home healthy to his family and that's all that matters. So I'm guessing you gave Billy, like, a couple of the middle rounds? Yeah, I can't. I, I think it was the first round, maybe. I thought yeah, he just nicked it. Okay. Um, I think it was the fifth. Um, maybe the fifth and the sixth. I can't remember exactly, but couple of those rounds towards the end where you got the feeling he was he, he was winning just just winning the rounds but he was having to really exert himself to do it so um, so that's sort of detrimental to the to the long-term goal of trying to stay in there and as I say the body I was really impressed with Canelo how, how quickly he closed the gap he seems to have slow feet when when you know even though his head movement is so good and his defense is so good he seems to have slow feet, but he seems to close the gap so quickly. He landed a lead left foot to the body with a southpaw within 10 seconds. And I was like, wow. You know, his, his accuracy and his timing is phenomenal. Mm. Do you see anyone beating him around sort of from middleweight to light heavyweight? Uh, I think light heavyweight is probably at the point where you start looking at and going size could be a factor. Um, I know, I know Kovalev, that just didn't happen, but it, I think we, it, a better version of Kovalev would have caused him more problems. Um, he, you can't just look at power because he's got such a good chin and his defence is so good. Um, so you need the type of fighter like Billy, um, who, who's fleet of foot, who's evasive, um, but probably someone who, with a little bit more pop to, to get his respect. 
but I mean, you, you're talking about trying to design a fighter by the sound of it. If if you if you put it into a computer system, he's near on perfect, um, which goes to show you how good Canelo is. So, you know, Mayweather is the only person to have, have legitimately beat him, and that was when he was a lot lighter than he is now. So I, I just, for the foreseeable future, I can't see anybody beating him around that weight division. I think age or size will, will be the only thing at this moment in time what beats him. And for Billy Joe, obviously, to get his health back in order is the main thing. And if he wants to fight, are there any particular names that kind of uh, would interest you to see Billy in the ring with? Um, I think Billy's maybe at the stage now where... He's, he's done so well financially out of the sport. He's achieved a hell of a lot. And this could be one of those types of injuries where he sort of goes, you know, is it is it worth still putting your health at risk for the for the long-term goal? I've achieved everything what I ever set out to achieve in the sport. So so do I need to do that anymore? So um sorry, I just getting phone calls again there. So 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 I don't I don't, I don't think he will carry on. I've got to be honest with you, I think, you know. It's such a tough game, and when you hit the heights, what he's hit, especially with you know with, with that the, the magnitude of that fight, what he's just experienced, it's going to be a it's going to be a big ask for, to ask him to come come back and you know box a ten rounder against a, a top twenty guy and to, after he's had an injury. I just don't uh, foresee that. I mean, I really don't. Um, and you know. There's plenty of fights out there for him. There really is, and he's young enough to do it if he wanted to do it. But I think a lot, of, a lot, a lot of us, we come from the backgrounds we come from, and we want to financially secure ourselves and you know and our families to make sure that we don't have to experience what we've experienced in the previous generation. He's done that now, so uh, so I don't foresee him trying to miss that. Mm. We'll have to see how the injury heals up, and then what his hunger levels are after that. I guess that's the main thing. If he still wants to to be in the kind of Golovkin fights, maybe the Eubank rematch, Demetrius Andrade's there. There's still fights there for him, but I think it depends how much he wants it still. It does, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think everybody um, would love to see a Golovkin fight, for instance. Um, Eubank Jr., to me, I don't I don't see any mileage in that fight. To, to, you know, it's a, it's a name. Um, but And I think, when I, well, I've seen a video on social media of him and sort of laughing at Billy Joe Saunders, which phew, I, don't, I don't like that sort of stuff. I think it's um, very disrespectful. So I don't I don't ever see Billy Joe wanting to give mm. Chris Eubank Jr. an opportunity to earn big money because that would definitely generate big money. So, um, but I don't know, Chris, Chris Eubank Jr. is his own man and I'm sure he'll go down his own path and he'll probably pursue, um, try and get the Canelo fight or or the uh, Golovkin fight, but um, but maybe should have gone in that first. Just before we close off, Jamie, um, how is Carl Frampton? Uh, have you had kind of much contact with him um, since you guys come back from Dubai? I'm sure you have, but um, yeah, how's he? How's he kind of faring, Jamie? Yeah, yeah, I've been been on to him every every week, couple of times a week. He's actually just messaged me this morning now, sending sending me some uh, signed gloves over for some people who've been asking. So yeah, he's in, he's, he's in good spirits. You know, we we've spoke about this and saying he wanted to know the the answers to the question: Could he still win a world title? And it was it was a big ask because of the weight division. He was so out of his 
so much out of his comfort zone and Herring is so big at the weight, so it was a big ask. Um, and even though it wasn't the answer he wanted, he's got his answer. So he's consent. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, he's at home with his kids and his family. So him and his, his wife, Christine, they're at home. He's, he's probably in the situation, what I'm talking about with Billy Joe, where he's achieved all he wanted to achieve. Um, they've, he's secured himself. So he, he doesn't feel he's, he's got anything else to prove. So, uh, so yeah, he's, he's nice and consent. And there's a few... A few a few bits in the pipeline for him where uh, a bit of work opportunities coming up, so I'm happy for him. All right, glad to hear that. Are you and Jack flying out to Taylor Ramirez by any chance? Yes. So, well, Jack is going out there and he's getting um, he's going training over there, sparring, and he's going to be there for the fight. Me and Chantel get in the day before, um, so we'll be there for the fight. So we're going to uh, we're going to all go along in it sit inside and see what's going to be offered up to Jack for the winner. All right, well, listen, enjoy your trip to Las Vegas and obviously you'll have a very keen eye on, uh, on the main event and uh, we'll speak soon, Jamie. All right, appreciate your time today. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.